worst collection ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah. Mm. All right. Just mm-hmm. checking. I had a busy day today, and... Uh... We've had a, we've had a busy couple of days. Yeah, well, you know, we've been out of town mm-hmm. uh, since last taping. Uh, I w- we went to uh, Buffalo for a wedding. Yep. We were we were there for a couple of days and uh, friend of, friend of the show, friend of the show, Joe Tadaro. got married. Got married. Congrats to him. Congrats to him and, and his Lauren. and his bride Lauren. Lovely wedding. Lovely wedding. Uh, lots of Italians. Yeah, because Joe is uh, an Italian man. He he is my people. Yes, he is your people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, it was a nice, nice uh, area. Yeah, Lockport, nice. New York, at a winery. Mm-hmm. It was really, really pretty. It, I I do wish that um, the next time I go back east, just in general, whether New York, Boston, whatever. Um, I want to go a couple weeks later because I really want to see the fall colors. Yeah. It wasn't there yet. It was starting. It was on the precipice. It's one of the precipices of fall. There's a couple trees that I saw that had a couple leaves that were changing, but it wasn't the, you know, the colors I want because it's not the same out here. Yeah. Um, Shit just gets yellow or brown and then it dies. There's no like vibrant reds or, you know, just. We don't have a nice show. There's not a big showing of a. Colors changing? No, it's kind of just like go see the aspens change because they all change at the same time because they're technically one organism. Mm. And you're like, wow, that's great, but they're all yellow. <laughs> and, and as pretty as that is, it's not the same as it is back east. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. But I am very excited because we're getting into my favorite time of the year, spooky season. Yes. Um, yes, it is, it is yeah. upon us. I'm so happy. Today is actually the first day of fall as we record this. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the Wednesday, September 22nd, um, also Law & Order premiere Eve. Oh boy. It's, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, no, it's, there's a, there's a so stuff going on, you know, so we, excited. um, you know, we went to, went to Buffalo though, to the mm-hmm. area, you know, we hit up a few shops. Yeah. You know, just kind of, you know, you know, we had some free time. So, I mean. Well, we stopped at one um, the morning after the wedding because we drove by it um, on the way to the wedding. And it was up in Lockport, which was Pulp 716 Comics or 716 Pulp Comics. I think it's Pulp 716. Pulp 716, which is actually also, there's more than one location, but the one we went to was up by Lockport. Um and it is a comic book coffee shop, which we all know is my favorite combination of things. Well, let me put it this way: I don't also bubble tea. I don't. Th- yeah, they're they're bigger. I think they're more into bubble tea than they are coffee. That's just at not least my I get thing. the impression. Yeah, and I, I'm not a, a bubble tea guy, and I think that this particular location is smaller mm-hmm. because the other ones. Uh, yeah, I think the other one might have like actual seats and stuff. Oh, neat, yeah. Because, or maybe like places people could sit. Because I didn't see really see that at this place. No, this one was a little bit smaller for that. It just kind of had a counter for you know like the coffee slash bubble tea, and then it just had the comics. Yeah, yeah. it no. was nice though. It was a nice little store. Um, I actually spent money there. I bought um. A Marvel number one of Young Love that just came out. Apparently, yeah, apparently that's new. I'm trying to remember if it's Young Love or Young Romance or something, but there, it's basically a romance comic that was just released. Um, I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately, so I can't give the date, but very released fairly recently, so I'm excited to see that. Um, I bought the Man Eaters trade, which I've heard good things about, so I'm excited to read what's, that. What's the deal with Man Eaters? You could go ahead and explain that because I'm actually not familiar with that Let at me all. Pull it up so I can give you like a good thing. But a lot of people have said good things about it, and it's just let me look here. And it's image. It's because I figured it was an image comic or something, but uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Sounds like a there's that, and there's also something's killing the children. I saw. I didn't buy that, but I saw it. And I thought about buying it. Okay. Okay. 
So basically, it is about uh, a young girl who thinks she's a monster. So adolescent girls can be real monsters, which is true. Mod is 12, about the age of some girls, about the age some girls turn into flesh-eating wildcats. And her detective dad investigates a series of strange mauling attacks. Maud worries she may be the killer. Oh. And it's supposed to be excellent. Like, it's got a lot of great reviews. So I bought that. I'm looking forward to reading that. And then I also picked up a trade, which I didn't know existed, which was Batman in the 50s. So it's a lot of Batman comics from the 50s. Yeah. Which I'm really excited to Which, which is a great deal because, you know, you don't, they don't... Uh, I mean, that was, what, what 30 bucks, mm -hmm. Which is actually a much better deal, and I think there's more comics in it than there are, like, those, uh, like, the DC, I always forget. They're not Masterworks, but they're, like, the the collected editions. Yeah. You know, like, those ones where, like, you know, they're pretty, they're kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this one seemed like a pretty good deal, and uh, I didn't get a chance to, I didn't look at it. I didn't see what was. I don't know what's in it yet. I have to actually look it. through it, but I'm I'm excited to read it. 30 bucks is usually a little bit high for me to spend on a trade, but that's actually not a bad price for it though. Well, that's kind of what I figured. Involved. I was like, there was a lot of stuff, you know, it looks like it's really cool. There looks like there's a lot of stuff in it. Plus, you know, supporting an indie shop. Yeah. Which, I will, which is good. So I, I picked it up. I've determined that a lot of times and I feel that when I go into shops like this, I have to buy something. I don't always have to buy something. If I like the store, I'll buy something. Well, I mean, yeah, there's been places where I walk in and the, the, person behind the counter might be a huge dick or whatever and i that's won't buy true. anything because that happened when we were in la yeah no there's definitely that's definitely true yeah um but you know sometimes you know at least if i'm visiting you know somewhere i don't know i just kind of felt like it was i just felt comfortable buying something at the yeah at no this place you know really cool and well they so what they i bought had a lot of stuff they were clean Always yeah, my favorite. there was clean. There was, you know, for, despite having uh, coffee and boba tea flying around, you know. But uh, I, um, and it seemed like it was, well, one thing I did want to point out is like it was kind of nice because it was like kind of like very uh, entrenched in uh, history, uh, Buffalo history. Like they had some, I think some of the blends were named, the coffee blends or something, they were named after like. Years, yeah, they had something, something like and, and I kind of vaguely read it where it was like brewed the way it would have been brewed back in the year or whatever, right? And it might have just like been something Buffalo specific, which obviously I wasn't going to catch, but yeah, so we uh, so yes, yeah, so we went there. I bought myself a um, uh, there, they, I saw the Batman the animated series. Uh, Demon, mm -hmm. along with Clarion, the Witch Boy, that came and comes out of two pack. And he has a cat. And he has a cat. Probably not going to do much with Clarion, but uh, I am excited for the Demon. He's huge. He's, he's very, too. he's very huge and hulking. Yeah. Um, but I've been wanting to pick that up for a while. And I also picked up a, a copy of uh, Darkhawk Number One. Oh yeah, that's right. Darkhawk is back. One. Yeah. Darkhawk is back. Uh, they're they're. He is not in Pog form. Well, we know what's funny is on the cover. <laughs> no, it's on the cover. Does it say in Pog form? I wish it would actually. <laughs> it's like just you just he's, he's back just, in Pog form. It's like if he's just he's just back in Pog form and nothing else. We're just like That'd oh, I guess I, I guess I guess I gotta buy a Pog. And also, Pogs are apparently back now too. <laughs> are they? Remember, they were back for like six months at one point, and then that was the end of mm, Pogs. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, well, this is, this is funny. It's not funny. It's actually very sad mm. because when I was a kid, oh boy, when I was a boy, a young, yeah. a young, and I was reading comics, I, uh, you know, I remember getting issues of Dark Hawk or seeing the issues of Dark Hawk. Yeah, that came out. Dark Hawk came out in '91, mm -hmm. and on the cover, it would be like. 30 years of Captain America or whatever. 30 years of Spider-Man. And now. And now, on the cover of Darkhawk number one. Yeah, I know. It says, 30 years of Darkhawk. It makes you want to fling yourself into the sun, doesn't and I wanna, it? It makes me want to cut my throat with Darkhawk number one. Yeah, I literally just want to. Makes uh, me want to drink some boba tea and end it all. 
I, I really just want to launch myself into the sun when I read stuff like that. I'm like, I just cannot get a running start fast enough to throw myself into the flaming Death Star that circles above us. Because why? Holy shit, we've reached that. I can't I believe we reached that point. I don't. I can't. I can't. Why are we so old? I just. There should be a rule. There should be a fucking law against getting this old. There should be a rule, yeah, about getting this old, or also can't get also acknowledging old. that it's been this long. Yeah, like yeah, there oh needs yeah. to be a pocket, oh, no. a, a, People, a way that way that it's like you're not able to recognize that. But. Anybody born after 1990 cannot tell me what year they were born. Yeah, that's right. That's a fucking law. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know that you were, you know, born in 2006. <sighs> I just can't deal with it. Yeah, that's <sighs> that doesn't seem there's something not right about it. I'm gonna fucking start a petition, like a change.org, and make it so You probably get a lot of signatures to be honest. And make it so that we cannot like you just don't age after a certain amount of time. And and people, numbers no longer apply. Numbers no longer apply and people no longer acknowledge years once you hit like twenty eight. Right. And that's it. They just stop. And yeah. it's just like, oh, sucks to be you, I guess. <laughs> But uh, Darkhawk number one is out, and it's uh, there. It's it's not a reimagining. It's basically just a progression of the previous of the of the you know the previous Darkhawk iteration or something uh-huh. to that effect. Because the previous Darkhawk was Chris Powell, and he was the one that found the amulet, the Darkhawk amulet, and he was Darkhawk or whatever. I don't know what happened to him. I know he, there's something did happen to him, but they did uh, allude to in like the editorial section. They're like, "Hey, we're going to address that." Oh, you know, we're, we're going to address that. But for this time out, it's about this kid. I forget his name, but Darkhawk Junior Junior. Darkhawk, yeah, Darkhawk Junior Junior. Yes, Darkhawk Junior Junior the fourth. He uh, is a kid. He's a kid. Mm. In, uh, I believe, in New York or something. Right, a problem, yeah. Or he's a teenager. All right. He's a ripped-ass teenager. God damn it. Okay. Who uh, is really good at basketball and is, like, on the verge of, like, going to, like, Empire State University or whatever. And uh, he ends up actually being struck down with uh, multiple sclerosis. Oh. So, uh, but then as he's, like, clearing his head, you know, after the diagnosis or whatever, he's taking a walk and... It uh, he runs into this, uh, you know, this group of folk, group of people busting up like a like a factory or something, and there's an explosion. Somehow there's an explosion, and then the amulet is near him, mm-hmm. and he grabs it and he turns it to Darkhawk, oh. and now he's Darkhawk. Did you read this already? Yeah, I read it. Oh. Yeah, I read it, you know, and I mean, so because this stuff that was like, well, maybe we do it for the show, and I'm not really, you know, maybe comfortable doing it for the show because it's not really not, not really a lot funny about it. That's always the problem with some of these. Yeah, it's, it's actually, I mean, but I mean, but it's, you know, saying there, you know, there's a premise behind it, you know, that it's not just the same guy. I mean, they actually like updated it and made it more realistic mm. in the sense that it's like, hey, there's, you know, somehow this amulet is now in the hands of this, this new kid, mm-hmm. and he's going to go ahead and become you know, dark Hawk and he's going to, you know, fight crime and you know, experience the world. What do you think that world? would be like not being dark Hawk, but like being a high school athlete and just being amazing at something. I think that's, I don't know. I have no frame of reference, obviously. I, I, I know. I, uh, there was that one time I threw a discus really well and a shot put really well. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was kind of exciting. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't experience it getting good. Anything good in uh, mean, like, high school sports. Like if you were really, really good at sports and you were like the high school quarterback or whatever, what the fuck is that like? I don't know. I've never, I've never, exp- I, 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 I will say this. Obviously I've never experienced that. I will say this in my school. Mm. I feel like sport, their sports fame. I really thought you were going to say sporks <laughs> for some reason. Sporks. I'm like, Ooh, sporks fame. Sporks yeah. were outlawed at JFK, high, <laughs> JFK junior, senior high school. After the fame, after, after the famous time when Turtle pulled, pulled a spork. <laughs> God. Uh-huh. By Turtle, I mean uh, Turtle from Entourage showed say, up. Turtle he, from Entourage? Like, like, not, not the kid we call Turtle. Oh. 
the kid the, 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 we call Turtle. He pulled. He, he, who, I, did, who did pull? Who, who who allegedly pulled? Did pull a weapon in in, in gym class? I, I actually thought you were referring to since I've never seen Entourage, referring to an episode of Entourage in which Turtle pulls a spork. And I was like, wow, what episode is that? I, well, well, and you know what? I, there's a lot of episodes of Entourage that I haven't seen. So You know what? That could exist. The chances the I chances choose, are. I choose to believe that's Chances are. He was like, hey, Vinny, here's a spork. <laughs> I stabbed him in the leg. <laughs> ah, Vinny. Why did you turn? Why, Turtle, why did you turn on me? I'm supposed to be Aquaman. I'm supposed to be Aquaman. Now I can't be Aquaman. Nope. I've disappointed Tony Bennett. <laughs> Did you ever see, you've never seen that episode. Well, obviously, no. you know, there's no. just this, it's just a scene for some reason, Tony Bennett's in there. Tony Bennett's there and he's talking to Vinny Chase. He's like, Hey, you're Aquaman. He's like, yeah. And he's like, that's nice. And he just walks away. And that was, <laughs> that, 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 that was the uh, extent of oh, his, man, they of his role. They must have paid Tony Bennett so much money to do that. I hope he got paid well for that. Oh, I hope he got so much money. That's why he's retiring now, you know. Wait, he's not, he's not retired already? No, apparently he wasn't, but apparently he's announced that he's officially retired. And I was like, aren't you like 98 or something? Well, he just put out like an album. Like, he, didn't he like put out an album like, yeah, you probably. know, like a couple years ago? He did like a thing with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga was like, had weird, had this, you know, like 70s hair. Oh, no. You know what hair she had? She had the hair of all of my cousins from the 80s. Oh, okay. That like big puffy curl thing like a share thing. Like every single one of my cousins had that back in the, like the, the late eighties, early nineties. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's really taking me back. Yeah. No, I remember, I remember that, yeah. but, um, how do we get on Tony Bennett? Oh, I don't know. You were talking about entourage. <laughs> yeah. But how did I get an entourage? I was talking about turd. Oh, oh because talk. I was, I was just talking about like what it would be like to be like a great high school athlete. Right. Right. Could you even imagine how, that? That's a pretty big, that's a, that's would a, you get your dick sucked constantly? I'm going to guess. Yes. Anyway, listeners, here's the game. <laughs> Go back. In like, Were you a no, great high school I'm just athlete? Talking, I'm just oh. about tra- tracing this this thread we had oh, from got, Dark I, Hawk to Tony Bennett. I traced it. We got it. I know. I know where we are. So <laughs> I'm not lost. Don't worry about it. So Dark Hawk uh, read that, and then uh, we went to. And I keep forgetting the name of it. Is it was it? Co- I, I want to say Cosmic Crush, but it's not. I don't think that was it. Oh, that other place. I don't know what that was called. It was called, I want to get it right, uh, Cosmic Comics and Collectibles, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I guess, some sort of subsidiary of sorts with, of a... Um, Nickel City? No, Queen City. Queen Comics. City. Because there was a Comic-Con yeah. at the same time, but the Buffalo Comic-Con was the same time well, they as the like, same day as his wedding. Yeah, and they kind of like ran it. It was like in this little, you know, open place in a strip mall. And we totally would have gone to it, but we were going to a wedding. So, um, yeah, so we went the next day to the little coffee shop. Or not coffee shop. Comic um, store. Comic book store. And it was nice. You know, they had they had a bunch of dollar boxes and sets. They had sets. And yeah, I, you don't see sets a lot. Yeah, you really don't. Not anymore. Yeah. And I feel like they're, they're you know, there's kind of, because Queen City Bookstore has like, got like a ton of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming that this store eventually be will will be like stocked. Oh you know, yeah, I mean stuff from that they had only been there for like two months or something. That's what the guy yeah. said. So I did pick up a few things. I picked up a, I picked up, uh, let's see, an, an Eternals, an Eternals number one comic, which is there's a, a new, new Eternals. So which we'll probably have to do for the show, yeah, our show because. You know, Eternals is coming up, and I guess we'll just talk about it. Because I, you know, I was trying to find, like, the older Eternals. I was, too. I couldn't find anything. I mean, and I'm not really... That, that, I, I'm sure if I tried hard enough, I'd probably be able to come across it. Yeah. But I'm not really feeling that right now. Well, that was kind of the thing. I'm like, I don't want to spend, like... First off, I'm not going to, like, look to see if there's a, an Eternals that costs, like, you know, $75. Well, there is. I mean, yeah, the ones from, like, I, the 70s. I'm sure stuff, there yeah. are. I'm not paying or it. Or 80s. Um, but I was like, well, if I can find just, like, a cheap shit one, you know, but I didn't see anything. And honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen an Eternals comic, but I've never really looked for one, so I cannot say if that is true or not. I'm trying to think. There might be... I mean, there's definitely comics with, like, Eternals in them. Mm. Like, a few of there's like, some, you know, there's some, like, big storylines and stuff, like, the, with the Avengers and stuff, sure. so. I don't know. I'm just, a, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, we should talk about it. Yeah. But, uh, 
And we will. Speaking of Eternals, which is a movie, yeah, we saw another movie. Oh, we did see a movie. We saw a movie when we were in Buffalo. We saw we saw Malignant. We saw Malignant. Um, and I just want to say I fucking called what was happening uh, about halfway through. Yeah, I was. I was. I figured fi- I was out pick- what was I, happening. My, my, I was of two minds. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. I was thinking to myself, like, well, maybe it's, it's this, maybe it's that. Well, I kind of. I mean, I, I'm not going to spoil it because I know, like, I had already seen, like, I hadn't seen a spoiler, but I had seen like, malignant gets crazy in the third act is what I had seen, and I was like, okay, so something's got to happen in the third act that people are deeming crazy, and then I was like, well, this thing doesn't make any sense and that thing doesn't make any sense oh it probably means this and then i was right about what it meant um so i wasn't as shocked by by it as everybody else was i think probably because i figured it out um but i didn't hate it i didn't love it but i didn't hate it yeah i thought it was dumb I appreciated some of the music choices. It felt very 80s. Yeah, there was definitely an aesthetic to it. Yeah, that there, I I did appreciate the aesthetic. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, it felt very like uh, much like there was there was an aesthetic to it that was kind of like a like another Gento movie. Yeah, it really know, was. Just some of the lighting and just some of the imagery. Just, yeah, it, I, I dug it. And uh, also, it, a lot of it takes place in uh, in a very nice house in Seattle. Oh, that house was great. I love that house. I'm like, I would live there even if it was haunted. Yeah. It's yeah. Such there, a great house. Yeah. There's, there's some, there's some, uh, it kind of makes Seattle seem like, which, which it already seems pretty cool, but like, you know, way it cooler. Just, it just seems cooler. Yeah. Cause I kind of want to, kind of want to live in a house there. I've always wanted to live in a house like that. Yeah. There were a couple, there's, you know, it was being back east just in general. You know, we were driving by to go to the wedding and there were some of these really nice houses, kind of, pseudo colonial looking because you don't really see you know you see more colonials like in new england but with like these big front porches and like steps and yeah and i'm just like i would love a fucking house like that i've always wanted a house like that yeah you know yeah no definitely uh and and like the one in seattle (laughs) in the in malignant i would like that house too yeah um but yeah i mean i thought it was cool i could actually see myself watching that movie in a couple years and like around Halloween at like a horror movie marathon and being kind of hyped for it. I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being like sweet malignant's on. Yeah. I could see that. I kind of, yeah. I kind of, I've got, I actually think we, we got, I got to plan it out. Cause I, we talked about this. I talked, I tried to do this last year and I didn't really do it. I yeah. got close, but I want to do like a horror movie a day. Oh yeah. We got to get there. And, uh, I kind of, Kind of, kind of seeing Malignant was kind of like, man, get, give me a little bit hype for horror movies again. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, which is something I watch on a regular. Oh, same. Can, but, you but know. I don't watch movies nearly as nearly enough. No, we don't. So, um, but yeah. So this, but it was pretty. It's a pretty wild movie. You should you know if you like horror movies, check it out. Yeah, it's also on HBO Max if you have that. Yeah. So I would uh, recommend it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about. It. I mean, I went to my video game store nearby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that place. Oh, we also went to the Eastern Hills Mall. Jen got to experience the Eastern Hills Mall as it is now. Yes, is I now, did. Which is now a, uh, a a trash mall. Yeah, it just, again, it it reminds me, and I even told Sean this, just there was a mall I used to go to when I was a kid. It was South Glen Mall out here in the suburbs of Denver. And... It reminded me like the old part that they haven't redone. Now South Glen's been ripped down and redone, so it doesn't exist anymore. Right. I mean, like they've redone it and made it all fancy, and people go there now. But like, it just it had water features and it had like the tile. It just it reminded me a lot of that like built in the eighties mall. That, yeah. that was South Glen. They still exist. It, they still exist. Apparently in Buffalo, they uh, still exist. But they're ripping that down too. They're like redoing it, like making it fancy. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot. I mean, there's so much space over there. There's a ton of space. Well, we went into that like Buffalo store. Oh yeah. There's like a specific like store that sells like Buffalo products. Not only was it the brightest store I've ever been in, because <laughs> it had so much lighting. I was like, oh my god. Um, there was like, they were selling Bill's gear, you know, 
Yeah, I was, I, well, I was saying. And I was, Sean was like, oh, you know, I, I need a Bill shirt because yeah. I don't want half one. And he saw one that was like a Tommy Bahama shirt, like a literal Tommy Bahama shirt with like Bill's logos on. He's like, now, see, I'd wear that because it's like not super obvious that it's a Bill shirt until you really look at it. $200. $200. And then we were like, oh, that's not a, that's not going to happen anytime soon. I, I enjoy the Bills. I don't not enjoy that them much. that much, though. That $200 with a Bills merchandise just I don't for think a I've shirt. Ever, I don't think I've ever spent $200 total on Bills merchandise in my life. No, why would you? What and that you? includes that includes Bills tickets. Well, it's the Bills. Which yeah. we actually got. We went to a Bills party. We got to see them win. Actually yeah. slaughter Miami. Yeah. Not win. They slaughtered Miami. Yeah, that was a pretty that was, was a pretty hardcore game. Thirty five to nothing. Yeah. Uh Bills. So, you know, that was fun. Yeah. I met dogs. You did meet dogs. It's always nice to meet dogs. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, that was our Buffalo trip. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll who knows when we'll get back to our next, but you know, it was uh it was nice while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's all I really wanted to talk about, as unless there's anything else. That was pressing. Oh, not that I can think like of. Like as far as movies or trailers or anything that's coming I out. I mean, being in Buffalo, I really wasn't paying attention. So yeah, neither was I. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you who won the Emmys. Oh, I don't know. I think Michaela Cole won, which was really deserved for "I May Destroy You." Oh, did she win that? She did, which she deserved. Um, I think Kate Winslet won for Mayor of oh, okay. East Town or whatever. Yeah, we watched some of those episodes. Those are and okay. I'm sure Ted Lasso won something. Ted Lasso. That's about all I can tell you. Well, there you go. There's your there's your Emmy recap. Yep. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back with our book for this week. In 1974, four men literally changed the face of rock and roll forever. Gene Simmons, Peter Chris, Ace Frehley, and Paul Stanley wanted to become the band they never got to see. Over the next 40-plus years, the music, the makeup, the merchandise, and the loyal fan base have propelled KISS to one of rock and roll's elite groups. With KISS heading down their end-of-the-road tour, we thought we would start our journey. Turn it up to 10 because we love it loud. Right Between the Eyes is a podcast all about our favorite band, KISS. We will be covering all eras of KISS with the various albums, studio, live, and compilations, plus album mashups and more we will also cover solo and band projects from all members past and present while also looking at the various bands that have opened for kiss as well not to mention all of the fun items in the kiss catalog tv appearances long form videos merchandise comic books come on the list goes on and on coming in late may early june 2021 to a podcast platform near you follow us on twitter at rbte podcast Loud. I want to hear, hear it loud. loud. Right, right between, between the eyes. I want to hear it loud. Right between the eyes. Loud. I want to hear it loud. Turn it out. All right. We're back here in Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Exiles, number 65, from August 2005. And uh, this is something I picked up at Second and Charles. I was, I've, I've seen this this book. Like I feel like this is one of these series, mm-hmm. like a Marvel series from like the the two thousands that I would see it a lot in like, just see it a lot in bins. Mm. You know, because you see, I mean, there's obviously a lot of stuff from the two thousands that are in bins now time nowadays. Yes, because now that because now, now that to a lot of kids or a lot of teenagers looking back at comics now mm-hmm. are looking at those books. Yeah, of course. As we looked at the books from like the early eighties and the nineties yeah, and the nineties, you know, whatever. So, you know, the, the time is all shifted. So again, again, yes. should be a law, it should be a law anyway. So, uh, and I just, I, don't know, I was just like, you know, maybe we'll, uh, give this a shot because I don't, I don't know really anything about this team. I kind of, I still don't know anything about this. Team. Yeah, I don't really either. Uh, what I've been able, been able to glean from just some, from my auxiliary research. Oh, you did research. Well, I looked at Wikipedia literally while we were talking just a couple minutes ago. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's more than I did. So, you know, good job. Yeah. Well, I know last time I was saying I should take notes. Yeah. <laughs> did you, how'd you, how'd that go? 
Not very good. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, so this is a Judd Winnick joint. Oh, that like it was, explains. It was started by Judd Winnick, at least. Like, I don't think he did this. He's this far into the thing, but yeah. What's he doing these days? I don't know. He fucked that Catwoman run up when he did New Fifty Two or whatever. I thought that was uh, Andesenti. Uh, she took over after him, but there was plenty of him involved. Mm, okay, there at the beginning. So the Exiles are a group of characters from different universes or realities which have been removed from time and space in order to correct problems often called hiccups in various alternate worlds and divergent timelines in the Marvel multiverse. I'll see more of that Marvel multiverse. So I guess you can uh, consider them to be time cops, time cops or like a temporal of defenders. Cause like, you know, so I don't think it's the, these characters are all the same or whatever. Cause it's kind of like a revolving team. Yeah. And they're all from like different dimensions. Yeah. Different dimensions. So, which actually makes sense because, you know, you look at, uh, well, what's it? Well, first of all, space force. Is that what this is? Space, space force. Yes. Is it like space force? These guys are going to be face space force. We're going to put them in the bubble and they're going to go into time. It's literally, it's just their time cops. It's very funny. Okay. Sorry. I watched the movie time cop is now in the national registry. Honestly, I could have, that would have happened. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. I watched Time Cop, and now I want Time Cop. Okay. I want Time Cop. <laughs> Thank you. Bring me Time Cop. Thank you, President. Make it real. Trump, you. Bring me real Time Cop. But. Like, Sir, time travel. Bring me Time Cop. Okay. Bring me Time Cop. Time Cop. Anyway. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's basically what we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And, uh. It says here, uh, this series is notable for a number of characters who stay dead in contrast to the frequent resurrections that occur in Marvel and DC continuities. So I guess a lot of these characters, if they die, they die. Good for them. But it actually does... The sweet embrace of death. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you're done, you're done. Nice. Yeah. Like it. Some guys, you know, some guys just don't come back. No. Yeah. Hey, sometimes dead is better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry that, that was that was i enjoyed your delivery on that did you <laughs> so uh the exiles though i kind of i was kind of wondering because we read we read uh barbie last week oh yeah oh yes and barbie the murderer yeah barbie barbie the murderer yes go back and listen to last week's episode for our uh immense Immense uh, dissertation on why Barbie is uh, in a murder cult and a bad one. Oh, she is. She is pretty bad. Yeah. But I'm wondering if these guys are part of the, uh, or we may at some point uh, travel to the Barbie universe. Well, Barbie timeline. is part of Marvel. That is correct. She was part of Marvel, so she does have her time. Uh, does have a timeline. Well, I mean, somebody's got to go over there and stop the serial murder spree that Barbie and Ken have been on. Yeah, they show up and they're like. Someone's been murdering all of these these women, uh, <laughs> throwing them off boats. A lot, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, nautical nautical murders. So many nautical murders, and they have to stop Barbie because she's on like a seventeen person killing spree. And for some reason, like Skipper joins the team because she could talk to swans. Oh, absolutely! Because so. the swans can tell you where where Barbie's gonna be next because they can like go in the water. Yeah, kind of like. What's her name? It's Namor's girl. What's her name? Namorita? No, they call her something else here. Oh, Namora. The, Namora. And I was just like, were they just like, oh, we have a Gamora. Now we just need a Namora. <laughs> like, I was like, why is her name Namora? Anyway, sorry. I don't know. <sighs> hey, what would be great if Namor had a girlfriend? Hey, you know what's really hard? Thinking up names for ladies. Let's just... <laughs> Demora. Uh, we got Gamora. Now we got Namora. No one will notice. I don't know who came first. I don't think it actually matters. Because I'm, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think that Namora has any lines in this, but she definitely has tits. Okay. <laughs> so no uh, lines, just tits. On the cover here, uh, and this is this bothers me because I don't. I feel mm. like I don't know who this one guy is. I don't know who. I don't uh, know who any of those people are. So. I'm trying to figure out. It's it's 
It's difficult because I'm trying to. Well, like, we do get a previously on, or like previous, like in the last comic, but basically it's a previously on. It's a recap of what happened. So it just kind of tells you what happened and how people are getting murdered on the team and blah, 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 blah. Well, and okay, now well, everybody's well, fighting. Well, I wanted to talk about the cover because <coughs> I'm trying to figure out who this one, this is the Soul Patch guy is on the cover. Let me see. This blonde guy. Is this, is this Mimic? Let me see. I just, thought Mimic was a silver guy, but maybe not. I don't know. Because, like, I'm looking at the cover and I'm just... I like, have no idea who Soulpot... Is he dead? I know is he's he in, one he's, of the people who died? I don't know. He's in the book. Somebody got... Uh, is he? Well, well, maybe we should talk through the book. All right. I should have took notes. Yeah. <laughs> it would be helpful. But on the cover, we just basically have a picture of... The team. Of the te- well, of the team at the moment. Uh, we have Blink. I know who Blink is. Mm-hmm. Soul Patch Man. Yep. Uh, uh, Morph. (laughs) And uh, Sabretooth. Soul Patch Man is going to go see Stain tonight. Yes. He's like, hey, man, I got tickets to Stain. (laughs) I got tickets to Seven Dust, dude. Oh, absolutely. I got to go place for 10 years gone. (laughs) Or 10 years later, whatever the fuck that band's name is. Or Stuck Mojo. Meet Stuck Mojo, man. I'm, I'm, I'm auditioning for Stuck Mojo. I try to go through all Clint Lowry's bands for all you metalheads out there. Someone's laughing very hard. S- somebody, somebody I'm is also like, very excited that anybody mentioned Stuck Mojo. Stuck Mojo, Stuck Mojo was the shit. <laughs> Stuck Mojo was was the jams back in the nineties. Jams, late nineties. Uh, but so, make, but it makes sense with this this uh, different realities type of thing. Yeah. Because we have Sabretooth, Morph, and Blink, and they're all from the Age of Apocalypse yes. uh, timeline, and this other goof, I don't know where he's from. But they're standing in, in the back here. Uh, Sabretooth, gigantically huge. Mm, oh, uh, yes. Like, overly huge. Overly huge. And uh, in front of them are two, not just one, but two uh, versions of uh, Hyperion. Yes. One's wearing its glasses and one's wearing not wearing glasses. So yeah. there you go. There's so, like three Hyperions in this book. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so they're just, they're, they find uh, this observatory where they, there's like this, where this observatory that they can look at all the timelines and the time broker, they're looking for this person called the time broker. It's not a person at all, but an illusion that aliens project to communicate with the exiles and their more ruthless sister team, Weapon X. Oh, yes. So, and so something happens where Hyperion, uh, the alien conqueror of a calculus power, has returned from the dead and threatens every facet of the multiverse. And he kills a bunch of dudes. And, uh, you know, he's just. You kill apparently kill Namor at some point, mm-hmm. and we start off here. And yeah, so I guess there's there's three, there's the the really crazy one, the really crazy uh, Hyperion, Hyperion, and there's two Hyperion, two other Hyperions from different universes, from different universes, and they're all fighting. One Hyperion is bald. That's why you know that he's the bad Hyperion. Yes, he does not have a goatee. Which is usually how you can tell who the bad guy is. That's right. Yeah, you can usually. That's how you can usually tell who the heels are. Exactly. They got, they got, it's always that's how you tell who the evil twin is. That's how you can tell somebody's going bad. They grow a goatee. Yes. Yeah. What do you think of Beak here? Uh, I think Beak looks like a Skeksy. He does from the Dark Crystal. Yes, he does. And that's exactly who I, I was like. Oh my god, a Skeksy. He's like a flesh. And they're Skeksy. like, oh, his name's Beak, and I was like, mm, Skeksy is a better name. So I just call him the Skeksy. Well, so I'm assuming Morph is uh, this this silver guy. That's who I thought that was. I don't know. So something happened where, um, you know, he. No, that's Mimic. Excuse me. Oh, Mimic is that? That's why. So Mimic is the silver guy. Yeah, that's Mimic is the silver guy, and uh, he's pretty injured. And it's basically up to Beak and Blink to... Uh, but apparently, like, Beak is the key here. Yeah. And I don't really know why. It's just, they're like, well, they know that you're the one. Because there's, like, insectoids, which is basically, like, stick insects wearing life jackets. Mm, yes. And they are kind of controlling everything. I'm not sure what their role is here. 
Yeah. Because we came in basically at like the end of the story. Yeah, we come at the end of the story. We find out that Nemora has been boiled. Yeah, because wherever they are has like doors. And there's like, you go through it, you end up in the desert. And then you go through another door and then it's just the water. So Nemora is like fighting somebody. I don't remember who. In the water, through the water door. While the Hyperions are in the desert. Hyperions are in the, no, well, then Nomura was fighting somebody, but she shows up and now she's got, like, she's decaying. Yeah, like she her, got boiled. She got boiled, so, but her, but her giant breasts are still Yeah, don't worry about intact. them. They're fine. We didn't, we didn't boil them breasts. Them titties are fine. So, but, uh, yeah, she, cause she's like, I, I think she's just floating. I thought she was too, but like, I don't know. So Beak is like, oh, can you blink? Can you get her here? And then the Hyperions come flying in and, like, knock everybody into the water. Yeah. And yeah, they, knock, they, 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 they bust up this water and these, uh, these, uh, uh, these uh, insects with life jackets. That's what they look like. They're wearing life jackets. No, you, you know, I'm looking at them here <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. That's a very accurate description. And so they're, like, yelling at Beak and they're like, Beak, you know, what you... You brought them here. You made this worse. Now they're going to destroy like this entire like setup we have. You know they're going to knock over my stereo. They're going to you know mess up my cabinets. Yeah, they're fucking everything up, man. Fucking everything up, and then and beak beak rightfully so. It's like, dude, you put me in charge. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. I'm a skexy. Oh, I'm a skexy. I have hollow bones. <laughs> yeah, always a problem with those hollow bones. I got, I got, I, I am, I, I can't swim, and I'm out in the ocean. What do you what do you want from me? Yeah. And then somehow I don't know how we get into the desert with Blink. Yeah. Uh they talk some uh science mumbo jumbo here or some time science mumbo jumbo. Yeah, none of it matters. None of it matters. And so they're basic cuz they're like, yeah, if we would we we could look ahead into the future, but if we knew this solution, we wouldn't have considered it. So, you know, so they're kind of, they're, they're really, really useless, these aliens. What, the stick bugs? The stick bugs. Yeah. I mean, they got to wear a life jacket on land. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, maybe just so they don't, you know, get, maybe it helps protect them. Maybe it's a nice little exoskeleton. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, as so they're, the Hyperions are fighting and uh, Mimic jumps in. And uh, how kind of distracts one of the distracts the bald one. Basically, we'll call him Michael Chickless Hyperion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, putting out an album. Putting out, putting out, yeah, he's putting out, he's putting out a dad, dad rock. Oh yeah, dad rock album. The Titans of Dad Rock. Oh, Jesus. You got David Duchovny. I was going to say, it's just a picture of David Duchovny and St- Michael Chickless like giving each other a high five. Steven Seagal by being there. I mean, who else? Who David else? David Duchovny's writing books too. David Duchovny, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a, you know, he's a multifaceted. Is he? He's a, he's a triple threat. Oh, is as he? As we would say in the business. Is he? <laughs> he writes. Or is he, is the only reason he has a book deal is because his name is David Duchovny. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's still, you know, he's still a threat. He writes. He sings. Uh, yeah. He acts. Mm. But can he dance? Uh, there was that one episode of the X-Files in which... He kind of swayed to honky tonk badonkatonk. Really, X Files was still on when that song came out. That was a revival. Oh, and it was quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Because he was literally like just redoing that video, and he had like those rings that spell words, and I can't even remember what it said. It said like something stupid and he was just sitting there like dancing to honky tonk badonkadonk and I don't even know how we got there that doesn't make sense no you know what and I watched it and I still like to this day I'm just like I don't I don't know why any of that happened 
I don't think a lot of people understand why the no, it was terrible. happened. It was terrible. It seemed like I, I, I was, I'm never an X-Files person, but no, it was I, terrible. Know, I know you were watching it and yes, people, of people, course people I were was. excited. I don't know. I don't know. Were, were you, I, I assume you're optimi- uh, cautiously optimistic headed into it, but I know people I were excited. I was cautiously optimistic because of course I want these characters back on my screen. However, after the first episode, I wanted to burn the TV down. Because it was literally like, what if Reddit wrote an X-Files episode? And because the culture has shifted so much from what it was when this show premiered, the conspiracy theory stuff that ran through the X-Files all of the time is no longer fun to watch on TV because we have it in real life. Yeah. And it's ruining everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, this isn't cool anymore. This is upsetting and too close to reality for what the X-Files should be because the X-Files is always a sci-fi TV show. Yeah. Um, it should be sci-fi as fuck, not like not, reality. Oh, reality. Because now what do we have? We have conspiracies that lead to people trying to literally breach the Capitol. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't as fun anymore. Um, there was a great Monster of the Week episode, which was great. There were like one or two that were good, but the rest of it was just such trash. And then like Chris Carter just coming out and just being even shittier to Scully's character and like just making everything worse. Mm. It was terrible. I hated it. <clears throat> so anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So. Well, thank you for that. Hey, no problem. Um, Give you a chance to catch up on that book. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Give you a, catch, a chance to catch up on the book that hey, I read. You want me to talk about something? You let me know that I read last week. <laughs> so, um, Anyways, yeah, so more of, so so uh, this is actually where something actually kind of happens where I think it's kind of neat where Blink, you know, she has like, you know, like time, you know, or not time, um, like, you know, she could displace people or whatever. Or and she can stuff. Dis- and stuff. And so in order to. Well, she's in the desert. Well, no, she, she what she's, she deci- figures out is. She's like, hey, you know, they're if they they're, so we don't want them bashing up this area. Yeah. So let's find a way to uh, send them over to uh, like a desert. Yeah. Where apparently uh, Sabretooth and Morfar. Yeah. And so they end up back in this desert, and uh, the bad Hyperion uh, Michael Chiklis is like. He's like, you know, hey, this is I'm my bad dem- Hyperion. I'm bad Hyperion. Fear you, me. You could have gotten the jump on me. You could have like teleported. Yeah, te- I was just trying to think of the word teleport. Yeah. My my head off my shoulders, but you didn't. And uh, now we're in the desert, and I can do like like a sandstorm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts vibrating, and he, she throws she throws one of her like blink deals over at him, and uses uh she throws a uh, i think it's something where she throws like one over to one spot and one over to another yeah like those energy things yeah and she throws one over apparently she's a very popular character okay i guess but it's something like past my time sure or you know like kind of in a time period where i'm not familiar with her so she does this and she uh sand she uh transports a bunch of sand into uh, Michael Chiklis. Oh, this was my favorite part of the book. Yeah. This was great. And also this drawing is great because he just gets fat. He gets really <laughs> fat and veiny. And just full of sand. And it's just, and she's like, yeah, the worst thing about sand is it gets everywhere, which is kind of like one of those, you know, the worst thing, or you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> it's the same thing that happens to everything else. Just watch that. Just watch the end Which of that the other day. We watched the end of that the other day. Um, but it's basically that kind of line, but it's so funny. It's great. Well, she well he, she gets all the sand in him. It's really cool. And, uh, you know, his, his, his outfit, like the top of his, you know, the, the top portion of his outfit, like start just gets shredded. Yeah. But also, he got all sandy. He gets all sandy, but also somehow it also transfers into his wrist, into like his arms, <laughs> and it like breaks apart his uh, like his bands on his arms. Yeah, it's really gross. 
So it's pretty, it's pretty, it's some, some body horse shit going on right there. It's nice. I like it. So she, she transports all this sanded to him and, you know, the, uh, there's some stuff going on with, uh, back at the, back at this, uh, what's it called? It's like the pan, it's called like the pan, the pano pititrion. Sure. Whatever. The pan, the, the pan pizza. The place with the doors? The place with the doors. Yep. So something's going on it's there. It's a hallway? Yeah. And these dudes start fighting again. They're apparently, is it Jarvis? Oh, is it Jarvis? It looks like Jarvis, but it's not. Oh, it's not. It's her boyfriend. It's, he calls her Clarice Blink. Yeah. And and I'm like, that guy, that is the definition of punch above your weight. I don't know if it's really her boyfriend. I think somebody it's, calls it her boyfriend. He's yeah. like, "Oh, your boyfriend comes to blah blah blah." And I'm like, I think he's being facetious. Is it her boyfriend? I don't think it's her boyfriend. I was gonna say that dude is really punched above his weight because he's just like a dorky dude with a with a. He looks like Jarvis. Jarvis and uh, you he's know. like, "Hey, Clarice," because apparently she's from Silence of the Lamb universe. Oh yes, uh, which would be a shitty universe to live in. <laughs> oh man, we imagine this team showed up in the. The Clarice universe. <laughs> they have to uh, eat fava beans. Eat and fava beans. She just fills a uh, Hyperion up with fava beans. Oh, gross! That'd be sweet. I never had a fava bean. I don't think I've had a fava bean. I, I also didn't know what a Chianti was. Oh, that's a wine. Yeah, I know. I didn't know what a Chianti was when I was a kid, though. You know, I but just well, you know that not... all that all sounded like jumbo to me. You know, when yeah. I heard that when I was a kid. Yeah, it's fine. You're not Italian. It's cool. Yeah, so, excuse you, me. You didn't know. <laughs> But yeah, this guy who calls her Clarice, who's like some butler, his name is Cal or something like that. He's like, he has some sort of powers. I don't know. And he, uh, they don't want to kill the sand-filled Hyperion. So they... Uh, they Too much of a mess? Too much of a mess. They don't want, uh, you know, sand everywhere. They don't, you know, they want... It would be terrible a- if sand got everywhere in this desert. Yeah, or whatever hour they don't want to use them. They don't. They they, they have, maybe they just don't want to use them as a sandbag. <laughs> you know, they could use them as a sandbag. You know, they could. They I could mean, use them you never know when a plug up plug up a levee or something. I was going like to say that. you never know when a flood is going to come. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, keep them in the garage. They don't want to do anything like that, so they decide to uh, send him back to his universe. His universe, which apparently this Hyperion was such a scumbag. Uh, that he killed all the superheroes in his universe, and his universe, everybody who lived there was like, you know what, we can't take this Hyperion stuff, so in order to stop him, we're going to nuke the fuck out of everything. Yeah. So they ended up killing themselves, mm-hmm. and he is the only being left alive on this planet. Yeah, and so they transfer him back to this planet... And uh, he is very upset. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to be there because he's all alone. Yeah. And that really sucks. Um, but it, And at the same time, I'd be like, oh, man, what universe would do that? And I'm like, oh, we are literally living in a universe that's destroying the only planet we have. So, it's oh, yeah, it's just that one. <laughs> it's just our universe. We would totally nuke a Hyperion and kill ourselves. Yeah, I could see us doing that. Yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> So he's there, and then I guess that's the end. Yeah, we're at the end where they just go back to the the pan pan pizza place with the with the doors, and <laughs> they're like, "I would like a personal pan pizza for reading this book, please." I read. Here's my book at coupon. The where the red fern grows, or whatever the fuck that. Book is. Oh, is, is it? it? Yeah, where the red fern grows. Oh, I think I got it right. I was thinking something about two ferns. But maybe uh, no. I, uh, you were you were thinking two between two ferns is the Zach Galifianakis thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, where the red fern grows is that story about the the kid who has to kill his dog. Oh, is that what that's about? Mm, the dog eventually dies, but there's a lot of hunting involved. Ugh. And then he has to kill the dog because I think the dog gets scratched by a bat. Oh no. Oh, so it was kind of like Cujo, but like yeah, except they have to like put not, him down. Not terrible. If I remember correctly, it's been a long time. I probably read that a lot, book. A lot of talking about like red bone, because whatever kind of dog it is, is like a red bone something or other. I don't know. I always thought that was weird. Again. 
<laughs> so they so they have to decide where who they could leave this uh this uh pan pizza place to and uh the Who should we leave this random pizza hut to? Random pizza hut to and We uh, have to still have one in very strange towns. The rest can become blockbusters. I have pizza plus or pizza. Pizza Hut's pretty good. We have a Pizza Hut here, like Pe- a legit one, like a brick and mortar Pizza Hut that looks like the ones that did in the eighties. Yeah, we ate still, it. Still, yeah. it is still standing in twenty twenty or twenty nineteen. I believe yeah, we like twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they're like, we need somebody that can needs to run this. Uh, we don't trust any of you guys, but the only person we trust is Beak. So. You know, because you're the one that somehow brought us over here to fight this. Because he's Chickless. the key or whatever. Yeah. Something. So we're not sure how, but he is. And so they, uh, and so they, they're like, all right, we leave you, uh, we leave this uh, to your, to your, uh, just you know, your under be- your jurisdiction, your beakness, your beakness, and beaks like cool, thanks, and they leave, and then he's like, all right, fuck, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> because fuck it. I only, I only said I'd do it until they get to the leave. But uh, no offense, but given the choice between risking my life every week or spending my days staring at my girlfriend's big, beautiful butt. Oh, all right, Beak. He's like, he's, he's like, he's like, I want that ass. I mean, is that all he does with his time? He's just like, you know what? Look at that ass. Just staring at it. He's like, you look at my hollow bones. No, she doesn't have hollow bones. I got hollow bones. You got oh, a big ass. Oh, he doesn't ad. have a hollow bone. Yeah. No, it ain't hollow. That one bone ain't hollow. <laughs> Her butt's not hollow, apparently. Big, beautiful butt. He likes big butts. He cannot lie. Actually, if this was a movie, uh, Sir Mixlaw would start playing at the end of that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that would be a uh, that would be pretty dope. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's that's uh, Exiles. Again, I mean, I this guess. is judge review of the comic. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it existed. That's Exiles number 65 from August 2005. This is probably one of the more terrible ones we've read in a long time. I don't know if it's terrible. If It's just it's terrible. It's stupid. I don't know what's happening. People are dumb. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk about this comic. I don't know if it's terrible. I just... Terrible. I think it's just kind of... Kind of clunky. Yeah, I'm not really... It doesn't make me very interested to keep reading... Because I don't. I really mean, I kind of want to read about Beak and his love of the ass, but um, yeah, I don't really care about this book. They did that. Well, that was a miniseries called Beak and the Butt. Ooh, <laughs> actually, it sounds like a morning show. Actually, <laughs> based out of like Michigan. Actually, that would be that. that, that is, tune in for the Beak of the Butt. Beak of the Butt. Flush. <laughs> Flush. Aruga. <laughs> hey, Maybe back. we should change the name of this podcast to the Beak and the Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Which one am I? You. I'm gonna say because your nose is bigger, you're the beak. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> and because I obviously have an ass, we're gonna call me the butt. <laughs> Man, that'll probably give us some more bookings. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we went out there, it's like, yo, you want to book the beak at the butt? <laughs> we can get a it's soundboard. Like, it's like, what do they do? They talk about comics. Yeah, but we can get a soundboard. And sometimes you play a soundboard and there's fart sounds on it. Absolutely. It'd just be like, oh no, why'd Superman do that? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the beak of the butt. Here goes Batman. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's uh Barbie. What is she doing? <laughs> Murdering? Boy Psych- psycho theme. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just make mother-in-law jokes and stuff now as the beak in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, what's Batman running from? Probably his mother-in-law. You want to join it? You want to be on a beak of the butt? Come on down. <laughs> we're, do- we're-, we're here broadcasting live from some comic book store that doesn't know we're here. <laughs> Actually, that would be very funny. What if we just went into some comic book store, like went into the back corner, put ourselves on Instagram live and just did a show and they didn't even know we were there. Come on down. <laughs> give you free comics for holding in your own farts. <laughs> How long could you hold in a fart? Let's find out. If you're our 69th customer, you're going to get it. The free comic. 
<laughs> You're gonna have to steal it from this comic book store though, because they don't know we're giving. We stuff don't have away. the comics; they're, they're all around us. But you could have one. <laughs> we said we're not, we're they, not gonna they, stop you. They're not gonna stop you. You want a free comic? Come on down. <laughs> Gobble Gable. Actually, I think the butt. you know we really probably could get away with doing an entire Instagram live show from Mile High because nobody would know we were there because it's so big. <laughs> you would just hide out. We would just go hide, just hide in the out corner. one of those tables, just be sitting there. Absolutely, we could just get a little stand and we could just do like a whole fucking show, live streamed from Mile High Comics, and no one would say a fucking word because they wouldn't even realize we were there. We go hide in the back by those trades nobody looks at. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Excuse me. I was trying to purchase a Superman family showcase. Yeah, I'm the only one who looks at that shit. No one's going and back there. There's a couple back there. <laughs> we not sure what they're doing with their phones and, and some contraptions that look like microphones, but I don't know what it is. They're calling themselves the beak in the butt. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy to tell who's who. And I think the butt, I think it's instead of T-H-E, I think it's D-A. Oh, it's definitely D-A. The butt. <laughs> they made sure I knew that. Spell my name correctly. I think the beak is the one with the nose. Is it duh beak? The, no, I think I, th- I, I get the class. I'm the classier. Oh, oh, how are you the classier one? Because you're the butt. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm the classier one. I'm the butt. Excuse me? It's the beak, the classy way to spell the. <laughs> the, the, the original English, proper English way. Proper spell. spelling of the. Of the. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think we could, like, if we get famous enough for, for being the beak and the butt uh, here, do you think we could, like, get reservations at, like, Buffalo Wild Wings just by dropping our names? They might, they might they have a menu item after us. Ooh. Come, be, eat, come eat the butt. <laughs> no, it would be the beak of the butt. It's like a, you know, it's like a, like a, like a chicken sandwich and also a rump roast. <laughs> oh man. Like, like a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. It's like you get them both. You get them both of the things. You want the beak of the butt. <laughs> God. With be dubs. <laughs> yep. This is one of the dumbest things we've done. <laughs> is, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about how we can be more dumb and uh I don't think we can I be don't, more I dumb. don't I think I think I think I think we've already crossed that threshold. That's so I think it. we should just end the show. We should end the show. Forever. Forever. There's no more show. <laughs> no more show. We've uh, we've we've reached peak dumb. Yeah, this is uh, it. Congrats to us. This is what happens when I when I pick a book that doesn't have anything in it that I'm just like I'm just like oh maybe we should try this out you know yeah. maybe there might be some something that might be interesting in this book and it's like no we're just talking about our <laughs> stupid radio names our, our new morning show <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you need me to vampire look for something oh yes I do actually oh, great I was hoping so today the day this drops September 23rd and it's the premiere of Law and Order SVU and Law and Order OC, organized crime. I don't know how I'm going to survive the next 24 hours. I may not survive them. I just want you to know there's going to be a lot going on. There's going to be, hopefully, lots of angst that one day become bangst, which is banging plus angst is bangst. <sighs> I'm really hoping. Bangst? Bangst, yeah. It's angst, but also banging, and you put them together and it's bangst. So it's like when you're really, really angsty and there's a lot of that like, but we love each other, but we can't be together, but our feelings, and then you fuck. It's the best. So I'm hoping we're going to get some of that one of these days. Obviously not in the season premiere. Um, Hopefully by the end of the season. Fingers Mm. crossed for bangst. Uh... Stabler's got a beard. Chris Maloney keeps unbuttoning his shirt. It keeps getting lower and lower every single time. But I feel like they're adding more buttons, so he's just never done unbuttoning it. It's just every shot you see of him, it's like more open. And you're just like, but how do you have any more buttons left? And you're still wearing a shirt. Um, 
How many buttons are on that shirt? 86. I really think they are putting extra buttons on there so he can just keep undoing them. I'm just like, uh, every millimeter, just keep showing millimeters of that chest. <laughs> it's so good. I live there now. I live in that deep V uh, of his shirt. <laughs> There's just little me there. I am the butt. I am the butt. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Maloney, I'm the blood. I, would you, how do would you want to talk of my show? You know, I figured Mr. Maloney would actually appreciate the candor on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know about You might that. actually be listening. I don't know. I'm he's certain. Be... I'm certain he's got nothing else to do but listen to the, be- to the beacon butt. He exercises. He might have some something. He, he needs to kill time doing something. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> when you're, when you're, you know, on that, I don't, I'm assuming he just listens to his trainer. <laughs> what, what, what even when he's exercising like he doesn't well, no, you, he's, you know, he's you think gonna... he does cardio by like just by himself oh i don't know well, hmm. i know he's got a trainer i don't know he the trainer makes him like lift things that's true i don't know how any of that works <laughs> sorry trainer i can't listen to you right now i'm listening to the <laughs> beak of the butt <laughs> toilet flush door slammed <laughs> car running something over <laughs> Deer noise for some reason. I don't know. Whatever deer noise makes. Just like like an elk like bugling, like it is rutting season. That's kind of what they sound like. (laughs) This is the best show I've ever heard. Michael for some reason yeah, uh Stephen King doing armpit farts for some reason. <laughs> what does he just go? Hi, I'm Stephen. It's is it like Jackass where he's like, "Hi, I'm Stephen King, and this is the armpit fart." <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> fart, 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 fart. Yep, yep, yep. Neat. <laughs> that's how you do. That's how you do the audio version of Jackass. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the audiobook version of Jackass. Hi, I'm Norman Lear. This is me falling downstairs. <laughs> this, is me, this is me shooting wasabi up my nose. Hello, this is James Joyce, and uh, this is the uh, uh, the the haggis, the haggis snort. Ew. I'm assuming he's Scottish. I I thought it was Irish, but sure. I don't know. He's trying it out. <laughs> he's gonna try out the haggis snort. What is the haggis snort? You, you snort haggis. <laughs> Do you use a dried up haggis? You cook it, you dry it, you chop it up into a fine line, and then you snort it like you're doing coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or are we trying to do like raw haggis? Like trying to shove it up your nose. <laughs> This is the haggis floss. <laughs> Ew. <You know. laughs> yeah. Guys, this show went for this guy. This is this is the only kind of humor you get on the beak and this, the butt. This really is the last ever. episode we're ever doing. Yeah, I know. I think we should end it. I don't know. But we, not, we might not do another episode. <laughs> we'll never top this. We'll never top this dumbness. All right. We'll, maybe, maybe we will. I don't know. We do, actually, you know what? We will. We will top this. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we will top this. So thanks for listening, folks. Oh, should we give our social media? Doesn't even matter. Just go ahead. You have to do we're, the ending. Well, I was going to say, do we, do we bother saying I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean? And I'm at Jen Stansfield uh, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, Worst Collection Ever, at gmail.com. And please, oh, that's right. And please find us on. Uh, it's the only reason I'm talking about Law and Order. I mean, do you want me to continue to talk about Chris Maloney's V-Nex? No. Like his open. No. With his gorgeous no. chest. I'm done. Okay, sorry. Uh, bull, just... Find us on Bullhorn. <laughs> That's definitely somewhere that would want the beak and the butt. Find us on Bullhorn, guys. If you're on Bullhorn, uh, hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, also check me out on YouTube. I have to uh, post another video, but I, I open up action figures here, so... Hooray. So once again, folks, thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you again next time. Bye. Flush. Flush.